This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Are you tired of going solo? Or worse, is your group of adventure companions kind of boring? Then consider Hobbit Guides, the latest organization in adventure travel. You may not go the right direction, you may not end up where you want to, but you'll have lots of meals and fun characters along the way. Check it out at backpackingblisters.com. Hello, everybody. This is Derek, and with me today is the only man who will eat old man's beard on the trail to try to get his feet to look like Hobbit feet. Carl Mandrioli. <laughs> What's up, buddy? How you doing? Welcome to the Backpack Delicious Podcast, everybody. With me today is Derek Smithville. He's a man that believes Gimli's father was found by the trolls at night because he was glowing the dark. Wow. Um, okay. Mm. That was painful, but mm. we press on. It's okay. You, gotta, you kind of have to read the books to understand that. I know you're not much of a reader. I think I'd rather be like, I'd rather be stabbed by an orc or something. Okay. Than wow. Hear that again. That was wow. horrible. New Zealand episode, folks. We have a New Zealander on our show coming up. Elena Osborne. I'm excited. That's I'm excited. right. Yeah. Any anything else in New Zealand? I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. I'm all about New Zealand. Derek and I both been to New Zealand. I'm sure Derek will talk about it a lot during the interview because any excuse he has mm. to talk about himself and his own stories, he's gonna he's gonna take it right. Ouch! Ouch! Wow! Shots fired! Shots fired! <laughs> Am, I Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Who doesn't want to talk about New Zealand? <laughs> exactly. I mean, exactly. All right. <laughs> All right, uh, so real quick, what's your New Zealand story? So, like, you went, why did you go there, and went, how long ago was this? This was in uh, 03, 04. Uh, I lived okay. there. Did a like long a long time ago. It's like, it's like back when you were 60. Yeah, it was like a missionary <laughs> discipleship training school thing. It was like a year, and we went all over the place. Um, okay. So, got to see a lot of things. It was great. Right. That's a great story. Great yeah, story. So I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Very it's not dramatic. about me today, Carl. It's, it's not about me. Okay. <laughs> um, I did a teacher exchange to Australia, and when we were over there, it's about 10 years ago, we visited New Zealand, and I like New Zealand so much better, I actually considered sabotaging my wife's passport so they couldn't send us back. We just had to stay. Huh. But, how how yeah. long did you go over there for? Like a week? Yeah, like eight days or so. Okay. Not I don't know if that time. counts, but um, we'll, well, we'll maybe do a... Like if you only go for eight days, it doesn't count going there? 
Does it? Maybe a little bit. Okay. High standards from Derek. There you go. I'll, I'll give it to you. Yeah. Okay. So I so real quick before we jump in here, I have to let yeah. you know that we just got some recent feedback from like on YouTube from an episode we put out a couple weeks ago with Alice Ford from Barry N. And so I'm just going to paraphrase. He had a comment. He was a little frustrated by your interview style. He actually thinks you should get better at interviewing and stop interrupting the guest. Barry said that. Barry said that. Okay. Do you ever, I don't know. I've got a reaction to it, but I want to let you share it your? Is this one of these things where you're making up who Barry is and you're just creating No, no, no. This is real. You can go on YouTube and find out. This is real. I don't need to do that. But that's a good question, though. That's a fair question. <laughs> it's a fair question. What do I have to say about it? You know, yeah. I don't really interview a lot, so maybe I'm a little rusty, Bear. Um, if you have any <laughs> coaching tips for interviewing, I'm up and open to it. Um, but uh, His tip is just to stop interrupting. Oh, I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah. No guarantees on that. It's not going to happen. No. 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 Uh, I, will, I will say that uh, the interviews that we do, always better when Derek's there. Always better. So, you know what? And... and Behind the scenes of the interviews, this didn't happen with Alice. Alice was actually a great guest, but we have had guests in the past where they are either struggling for an answer, and it's very painful for Derek, so Derek tries to fill in the gaps, which is reasonable. <laughs> um, or if you ask him a simple question, they could go on for 30 minutes. That's not going to happen on our show. Like, we're a conversational show. So uh, sometimes Derek gets a little aggressive with the interviews, but I would, I'd rather have that than passive. So, so Derek, I say just... You be you, man. Keep on going. You can edit aggressive easier than passive. Is that what you're saying? I didn't say that at all. <laughs> I just prefer that. I'd rather have like a like a back and forth conversation. There, I don't know. Like I'm a podcast listener, and so when I listen to other podcasts, I've listened to podcasts because of who the guest is. And you can almost sure. hear the the host, like they ask a question, and they're almost like, here's a question. They hold their breath for a second, and the person starts talking. They're like, oh, they're, they're talking. So glad they're talking. <laughs> Just go, just talk forever. And Woo. it's just not a very compelling conversation, right? So you want to have right, somebody who's right. engaged, who's re- responding, reacting. So I would rather have you engaged than, you know, kind of kicking back. I think maybe you and Barry ought to put out a little to-do manual on an interview. I'm you. trying to get have your back and encourage you, and now you're lumping me in with Barry. Well, I just think, you know, more the merrier. Okay. But I appreciate that. Yeah. And um, I'm looking forward to this interview. We'll see how it goes. I, so with that in mind, we'll see how you do. Yeah. <laughs> well, probably not that great, but we're going to try anyway. Well, not with that attitude, but no. we got a Bible verse before we get to that. It's Psalm 139, 9 and 10. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there mm. your hand shall lead me and your mm. right hand shall hold me. Mm. Okay. So hmm. this is talking about the sense of adventure. Do you ever do you do you hold my hand when we're on an adventure? I'm not the Lord, so I'm not gonna be your hand holder. It could be well, it could be figurative. I'm more yeah. like grabbing your arm, like let's go, stop hiking so slow. Okay. That's yeah. true. All right. Yeah, so what so this is kind of talking about like adventure in a far off land. What is the next adventure you want to take in a far off land? Japan. Yeah? I want to go to Japan. What do you said that's there? on the list. Yeah. Okay. What would I do there? Yeah. I would tramp. Tramp around, like they what say. What does that mean? Uh, hiking in New Zealand speech. Oh, okay. Wow. I don't know. You'll, you might learn that. Um, no, I don't know. I think uh, Japan's just always been a curious place. I just find that, you know, a lot of the Eastern uh, cultures and countries just do things so different. I find that interesting to, to yeah, learn about. Sure. And so I think that's on top of the list. But there's, you know, I mean, the list is long, but that's probably okay. on top. What about you? What do you Where do you want to go? California? Alaska. Yeah, we've been talking about Alaska. Oh, forever. Alaska. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Alaska's up there. It's, yeah. The issue is just, like, I, we could figure it out. You and I could. But mm. trying to get everybody else there is the, is the challenge. We had a hard enough that time just challenge. going to Banff. That was, that is that a, was a massive effort. So, 
I think a, a smaller group for Alaska would just be easier in general for many reasons, but we'll talk about yeah, that. Yeah, we'll later. work on uninviting people and, and trying to figure out how to yeah, let's just kick them out. people from the group. That's that's not very easy to do, but exactly. Anyway, all right, enough about us. Elena Osborne coming up right now. Here we go. Do it. With us today is an adventure filmmaker, a through hiker, a famous YouTuber, Elena Osborne. Welcome. How's it going? Hello. Yes, I'm good. I'm great. How are you guys? <laughs> she, she's so relaxed. You know, I know. I'm trying to get in the relaxed vibes. I like oh, it. Oh, it's good. I like Emanating it. from from down here. So I'm I'm excited to start this off and ask this: Where are you coming from today? I am coming from the land of the long white cloud, also known as Lord <laughs> of the Rings country, Aotearoa, uh, New Zealand. I'm in Auckland, which is also known as Tamaki Makoto, uh, where yep. I was born and raised and yeah, currently here. So you don't get annoyed by people just like associating Lord of the Rings with New Zealand. You're just embracing it full on. No, it's a badge of honor. Okay. Badge of <laughs> yeah, honor. For, for sure. me, I think because I am such a fan of the films, mm-hmm. I'm a fake fan yeah. and have not read the books. Uh, um, <laughs> fake fan. Uh, don't tell yes, anyone. Exactly. Thank you. I haven't read them either. Forget but that. I've watched all yeah. the behind the scenes and the director's commentary. Anyway, um, for me personally, badge of honor, I think for people who aren't fans of Lord of the Rings, maybe... But, um, no, I love it. Okay. I love it. Any yeah. excuse to quote. Yeah, as you should. I mean, they filmed the piece of history on your, mm-hmm. in your country, you know, so. Exactly. So let's start, let's start simple. Are there any, you know, we're from America, boo, like boring, you know. And it's not boring. So, America's awesome, man. What are you talking about? Well, you know, we got it's our. It's so dark. Where are you guys based? He's in Colorado. I'm in California. Oh, nice. Yep. Yeah. So let's go over some like maybe some terms. Are, are, there, are there any like backpacking or hiking terms that are different in your mm-hmm. neck of the woods as opposed to like in general? My neck of the woods. I think, I mean, the one that comes to mind, um, which I personally have never really used a lot, which I've gotten a lot of flack for mm. um, from some fellow Kiwis, uh, mainly online, not in real life, um, <laughs> is tramping. Oh, yeah. Like tramping. Hi- yep. hiking is known as tramping. Tramping. I think maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe because my parents, my dad's, yeah, my parents are both in the U.S. for like 12 years mm. and they weren't really into hike, tramping. Okay. <laughs> so they called, my dad called it hiking, I'm pretty sure. Um, so tramping is a big one. I mean, they, that's just interchangeable. Okay. Um, yeah. You're mainly asking for outdoors terms yeah, or just yeah. regular terms. Yeah. Because there are other phrases which when I've spent time, like more recently, I just went hiking with some friends from the U.S. and I felt like I felt like I needed subtitles for them. They and I was telling them my Kiwi accent is actually much more mild compared to other Kiwis. It is, yeah. yeah. And so they couldn't understand me on so many things, but some words that they liked were um, chili bin. Okay, that's always a classic. What's that? A chili bin. So I remember on the PCT one time. You know, you always kind of. You're hankering for some trail magic and, you know, you're keeping out your eyes out for the trucks, you know, and the, um, what do you call it? I'm, I call it a boot. You call it a trunk. Yeah, yeah. Um, you kind of keep an eye out for what's in the back. And wait, wait, what does that uh, mean? So there's trucks that are randomly driving by as you're passing roads and you're like, well, we're going to dig we around in just- somebody's trunk? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's kind of like so there was someone driving past and maybe they had trail magic. Okay. So I just remember yelling out, oh my God, there's a chili bin in the ute. 
And the was, was like, there's a children in the boat of the youth. And um, like, what? they were all like, yeah, they were just like, uh, to tap, can you uh, repeat yourself? Yeah. Anyway, I translated, which is chili bin is just like a cooler. Oh, um, okay. Chili, okay, that makes sense. Chili bin. Chili bin, you does a truck, boo does the truck. I just thought. There was like specific backpacking terms, like we call it a Nalgene bottle. You call it dead weight. I don't know. Like I didn't know if it translated in New Zealand. Aqua Clip, Lord's best creation. You know. Um, <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> okay. I had. I remember. Yeah, I remember getting there, and all the local guys would just start saying the sweet as. You know, they'd be like, "Oh yeah, sweet as, mate. Yeah, sweet." I'm like, and like it took me a minute to register. And I was like, sweet as oh what? Oh my God, like, what are you, you talking so about? Like, I don't, what are you talking about? It took me probably a good like yeah. a couple of weeks to figure that one out. So, <laughs> Oh yeah, Carl, your, your hat's sweet ass, mate. I do the accent very well. I'm very impressed. There is like a 50% chance he's going to pretend to be an Australian for the entire, yeah. We have to start recording. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She said my accent was, was good. So just so you know. Okay. It's all about the minimal mouth movement. <laughs> exactly. That's how you nail it. Keep um, it in the front. Keep it right there in yeah. the front. So you've hiked in different states, you've hiked in different countries, different lands. So have you ever encountered somebody on the trail that suffers from anger rage when things don't <laughs> go their Here we way? go, there's a story here. Are you speaking from um, yeah, personal experience? Within the top <laughs> yeah, I encountered this guy this last summer who was smashing trekking poles like they were going out of style. I mean, unbelievable. Who would do that? Okay, real question is, is what's the oddest encounter or experience you've ever had? Oddest? Most odd encounter, uh, yeah, there are so many. I mean, there are so many. It, what's interesting is like <laughs> the trail I just most recently did in Utah, Arizona, um, known as the Hey Duke, um, didn't have many people on mm. it, so didn't have a lot of kind of hiker experiences. Though I do remember, um, no, that's actually irrelevant. Anyway. Odd encounters on the trail. Um, <laughs> yeah, there are many, but I think about it's not so much an odd encounter, but I just because it's the like the most fresh encounter I've had with kind of other people on a hiking trail was um, we were eight days into a stretch that was meant to only last eight days, and it was it was looking like it was shaping out to be twelve days. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were just super low on food, mm. oh, super wow. low on morale, energy. And we come down, uh, we were making our way down to the Grand Canyon and you have to hitch across the Colorado River. So you just kind of kind of mosey on up. What do you call it? Um, when you're yogiing. Yogi. Yeah, when you kind of like, <laughs> you're like, you know, you're moseying on up to some rafters and you're like, oh, hey there. Hey there, friends. Oh, my God. Because um, you want to get a ride across, but also we were so low on food. Actually, we were at the point of no longer being kind of, um, I don't know, courteous without asking mm. or like be, the yogi. And we were past that. We were kind of in survival mode where we were yeah. definitely yeah. like right. we kind of we kind of need. Wait, 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 are you gonna are you gonna stick them up? Are you gonna like hold and, up a raft? Be like, hey, give us your food and a you know ride. the Kiwi accent is very disarming. So it, true. I would just send his okay, tribute. And as the as the um, sacrificial lamb, um, or sheep, nice. um, but no, the these people they just took us in. Um, you get a lot of kind of like uh, what do you call it? Perks. Mm, mm, no, like okay, there are different boats going down. There are people who have like doing personal trips, and then you've got oh, the paid okay. trip, the professional right. trips. 
a group of rafters just were like, oh, come on board, come on in, um, and took mm. us under their wing. They were doing this beautiful, like, memorial trip for one of their friends oh, and cool. just, like, yeah. fed us. They were trying to offer me their shoes. Anyway, it's not an odd encounter, but it was just a pretty encounter. Odd. Their that shoes. Was, yeah. Well, my shoes were just uh, decimated by that point. Um, okay, like stinky or just actually? Oh, I mean, yes, oh, yeah. but also like <laughs> the, you know, like you, if you want to get on that on this raft, get rid. Those <laughs> are hideous. Yeah. <laughs> no, they just um, they the whole bottom tread had come off. Wow. Which I feel okay. like is, which I have since realized is like thirty percent of the weight of a shoe. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So I was walking on a sponge, and that sponge was walking through the Grand Canyon with the ground heat at no. like 120 nope. Fahrenheit. Because now I've right, pre-converted nice. for you here. <laughs> pre-converted. Um, <laughs> yeah. Slash, slash Andy only had Fahrenheit uh, thermometer anyway. Um, and so, yeah, they just they just felt really sorry for us. I think um, our legs are badly scratched up they just mm-hmm. were like take everything wow anyway not an odd encounter i've many i've many um, oh that's a helpful okay encounter yeah right it's a more it's a whole except for the shoes encounter. part like here you, you guys must have looked in a sad way i think so i think my my like the state of my legs there's still i still have scars all over them wow. from this trail it just Okay. I think they were very quite concerned. It's true. <laughs> really. Yeah, that that might have been in the same spot. So Derek's actually rafted the Grand Canyon, and he got attacked by some chili bins <laughs> in like through some rapids and almost died by uh, getting hit in the head with yuck. these like metallic chili bins. If I'm using the chili phrase bins, correctly, those... that could have been the same spot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it might have been. You know, it's a pretty uh, wild ride down that ra- that river. So. <laughs> Do you remember the the name of the rapid? Oh, I want to say it was like Rapid um, Two O. <laughs> there's Rapid Two O Four. There was Lava. The sounds lava. made up. No, lava was like one of the bigger ones. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. I think we're on to something. Did you really river raft the Grand Canyon? Did, did Ellen just catch you on? Yeah, story? Me, yeah, no. Derek's not shy about making up junk on the podcast and pretending Rapid it's real. So yeah, I just pulled out Rapid Two Hundred Four. Rapid Two Hundred Four. Two Hundred Four. Can't think of the name. I'll just I'll just associate a number with what, it. What What was the biggest rapid yeah. you encountered? Do you, Do you recall the name? Me, uh, I do not. Five. Uh, yeah, two two or three. <laughs> um, no, then I feel like if somebody said the name, I'd be like, yes, it's that one, but I can't be sure. But I didn't even okay. know they had names. Oh, yeah, they all have wait, names. Wait, um, the the one before Canab Creek. The ones before Canab mm, okay. Creek, if you remember that. Is Canab Creek a real place, Derek? Is that really a place or is she tricking you right now? You wouldn't know if I said yes or no, girl. Yeah. If you didn't go. You know? <laughs> that's, that's, that's correct. That's correct. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but the there were, the rabbits were quite like they were kind of sketch and the boat I went on, it was actually like there were three two persons to raft, but then they just stowed us mm. on them. Mm-hmm. So I was on the raft with two these two Shawns. Okay. And I knew I should have known from that moment that I was in for it because what I didn't realize is that one of the Sean's was very okay. Irish, and also the he was the one driving, uh, steering, and he was also mm. very drunk. Mm. So not a good combo. On Yikes. on this on this route, yeah. it's very you know it's very Irish, very charming. But um, yes, on we they asked me if my um camera was attached and i was like yeah of course it's attached i'm not gonna just you know hold it willy-nilly 
Right. I think they also assumed I found out that my camera was uh, waterproof. Really? Uh, it very much was not. Hmm. And I found myself oh. grasping onto the side of a chili bin, uh, holding on for dear life, kind of like um, 90 degrees. Wow. I was, yeah. yeah, 90 degrees to the water as we yeah, almost it's, flipped. It's um, yeah. Just my boat. But yeah. Was the chili bin attached to the raft? Were, it was. Were you ever in any danger of getting attacked by one of those If things? I had not held onto that chili bin, I think I may have you hear that, Carl? Drowned. No, not quite. But yeah, the chili okay. bin saved my life in that instance. Okay. Unfortunately, <laughs> I can maybe not your case, Derek. But okay, yeah, it did save your sure. life. No, it actually no, it actually almost killed me, actually. Yeah. So you had two very different yeah. chili bin stories. Very opposing stories. One was a lifesaver, one was a potential like life threatener, right? She's been through it all. I'm yeah, talking about your story con contrast. My, mine almost killed me. <laughs> I was holding on to it eventually and then I fell. In between, oh, it was okay. Without using the word chili bin fifty times, it was it was a row of two ginormous ice chests that was holding all of the food and everything for everybody on board. So oh. maybe Carl are you using that word wrong. Chili bins. You said it was a soda. Anyway, uh, so I we were Wait, going is it chili down. Bin? No, I thought that, I thought it was the ice chest. Am I wrong? She said it was like a soda, cola. No, no, no. It's a okay. It's a cooler. Cooler. Oh, cooler. My bad. A, okay. A cooler. Cooler. Thank you. Not a cola. We're we're still working on comprehension, so Derek's still. Carl's just it. finished spelling his name correctly for the first time. Uh, so no, I we were going through one of the rapids. Obviously, I think it's a class four or five, and I fell in between the uh, two sets of ice chests and the boat. And I jumped in and literally jumped out within a couple seconds, and the boat folded, and those those chests like smacked each other, and I would have been right in the middle. Oh, and so it was. My. Action movies have used that as an example exactly. for scenes. Wow. So I would have done it for sure. I'm, there's no way I would have lived. Yeah, that's definitely some final destination. <laughs> it was sketchy. <laughs> right it was sketchy. And then nobody really said anything. It was just like everybody went on their way and nobody, Probably. you know, because you're in the middle of the river and nobody was paying attention to like the 15 year old kid that falls in between the. Uh, oh, you were 15. Yeah. I was 15. I was a baby. Yeah. Wow. I was a baby. 70 years ago. Three years ago. Yeah. We had a flash flood and the chili bins almost killed me. <laughs> flash flood. Okay. Oh, this is yeah. not about you. Let's, let's, let's shift it back here. <laughs> Focus. Carl, we're trying to connect over adventure. I don't know if you've ever had one. Have you ever been out there? <laughs> <laughs> Carl, have you ever been on a raft? Do you know what a raft is? My, um, my, honestly, my whole takeaway from both stories is: was Derek I, even really there? Or did he just make up that story like before and now, like kind of restating it? So those are good. Those are good comprehension skills you get there. That's nice. Um, so in one of your videos, you made a comment that um, New Zealanders were either in Lord of the Rings or they know somebody who was. So is that is that like an exaggeration? Or is that really true? A hundred percent fact. Really? <laughs> who do you know? Obviously. Like, were you were you one of the like you know you must have been really young at the time? Were you one of the kids? She was an elf. I was thinking you were one of the kids like jumping around with the fireworks, you know, in in Hobbiton. Oh <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. No, um, Peter Jackson is my uncle. Okay. Um, wow. Yep. Yeah. Richard Taylor is my cousin. Okay. Um, <laughs> that sounds so believable right now. <laughs> I'm buying it. I'm buying it. Yeah. No. So I think it's pretty. Honestly, it's pretty true. It's pretty true. I my friend. Okay. I actually just made him become my friend because I wanted to prove to myself how small um, right. New Zealand is. And I was watching, mm -hmm. oh, I think it was Return of the King in lockdown in 2020 okay. with my flatmates. Yep. And my flatmate pointed at, oh my God, I forgot his character name. This is so bad. Frodo. Um, Aragorn. You know, Theodore. Theodore. <laughs> Gimli. <laughs> 
Gandalf. <laughs> oh, the big Theoden's right hand man. You know. Oh, the older guy, like the beauty? yeah. Did you and you knew him or your friend knew him? Well, I didn't, but I was like, oh, surely I could just send him an email and oh. become friends with him because I learned that he had hiked Te Araroa, oh. the Trail of New yeah. Zealand. And I was kind of at that point still contemplating whether I should do it or not. Mm. And I was like, you know what? It's good to kind of talk to people who've done it. Slash, I want any excuse to talk to this guy who was in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So I sent him an email. Um, he responded like within the day. Wow. And I was like, sweet, can I come around <laughs> and have a cup of tea? And he was like, yeah. So I went around, wow. filmed a little interview with him, essentially trying to get him to convince right. me to hike Te Araroa. I was kind of like 80% in by that <laughs> point. Nice. Uh, oh wow! And then he showed me all his Lord of the Rings memorabilia, oh, nice. and how he was like, how he's still in best friend or like best okay. mates with Aragorn's uh, real son, um, slash Viggo Mortensen. <laughs> anyway, all this stuff. Where I was like, wow, I'm so close to these people now. But um, did, did he did he try to confiscate your shoes as well? Uh, you met him? Yeah, I mean, he was like, you don't need those. <laughs> you clearly, we just walk around in bare feet. They're not Hobbiton shoes, Carl. Well, let, let's uh, let's talk about the uh, the PCT. For a minute here, this was your first big through hike, right? And what? So what? What inspires you to travel halfway across the world and do one of the biggest trails for your first hike? Not the first, not our first hike, or first first through hike, right? Th- yeah. Through through hike, that's what I meant. Quarter life crisis, honestly. Um, Quarter life crisis. Well, it's like I think one of those things. It's funny how many I feel like twenty five year olds. I mean, the age is very very um, prevalent. As well as a lot of broken hearts, many, many mm. broken hearts on that trail. Um, I was definitely <laughs> trail of tears, one of them. The trail yeah, tears, right? I was like, when I first said, I was like, maybe yeah. I should just film people with broken hearts and make like broken hearts Ooh. in the PCT because there were many. Ooh. That's like the classic story. You're kind of at a stage in your life where you, I don't know, want to do something for yourself. You have kind of tasted adventure in other ways, but now you're ready for something really big. And then something shifts in your life where you're like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, have yeah. a lot of responsibilities right now. I think I can just go do this thing. I'd actually spent the previous year in the US. So I mm-hmm. had mm-hmm. Um, lived there for just over a year in, from the end of 2016. And I just got back to New Zealand beginning of 2018. I don't know. I just wanted to spend more time in the US. Okay. Any excuse? Because the US is awesome, Derek, just FYI. That's it's, it's how I felt about New Zealand. Any excuse. Okay. It's good. Yeah. I get um, it. It has, it has its, it's got its things. Um, and so <laughs> I just said, it's got its little parks and its, yeah. True. Little nature True. trails. <laughs> um, little, yeah. There's mountains <laughs> down there. There's, yeah, you got Mount Doom down there. It's true. You know, watch out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I was talking about the US. I was talking yeah, about stay with us, Carl. Comprehension. Um, sorry, sorry, sorry. Comprehension, Comprehension bad, bad on my end. <laughs> third grade level third grade level it's fine in some world in some worlds we'll have like the ai tech where it's pre-converting my accent into an american one as you can <laughs> therefore there is we're like six yeah, months out no. from that <laughs> yeah months. i mean couple so then i guess that leads me to the next question is like what so you've hi- you've hiked in america you've hiked in new zealand what is like the what would you say like some of the biggest differences are about backpacking in u.s as opposed to new zealand um i think well one of the things that stand out is there's a lot more wild camping in the u.s there's a lot more Mm. freedom camping in that sense with new zealand we have a lot we're a small country but um the land and like these areas are protected in different ways where 
Um, there's, I, mm. I think just the rules are a bit more stricter about camping and like. Really? Because I found, I found when we went around the South Island, like we camped uh, on a guy's pig farm. And nobody said anything. And then we camped uh, by Turtle Bay. <laughs> nobody, nobody said, said anything. anything. The so, pigs I mean, probably we were camping illegally. We don't even know. I it, mean, but, okay, uh, so it was a blast. Pig farm? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we're just we're just all over the place. I camped on a guy's sheep farm. I mean, this all sounds the most. Yeah, like I mean, I I mean, no. In terms of places, people, I would say want to camp, but honestly, I would camp on a pig farm and a sheep farm. But I just mean more so in like yeah. the really popular places. Like you wouldn't find just people. There are these great walks in New Zealand. It's very strict right. with where you can sleep. You have to sleep in the huts. Otherwise, these very designated campsites. PCT, it's it's very mm. like free fall, right. right? I mean, they say camp in the spots true, that true. are established. Um, but there's a lot of them. And but I mean, aside from that, you know, right. pig farms probably the most ideal spot to camp in New Zealand. Top if of you're the coming list, to New Zealand, obviously. that's like the first place you should go. Um, old yeah, mates, pick farm. Pick farm. Right. One thing that we like to ask about, I mean, you, your whole, you know, you've got stories of long trails in New Zealand and the PCT, of course, and these are on your YouTube channel. So these are very well chronicled and they're very well done. Um, it's nice to have something like that done by, you know, a proper filmmaker like yourself. And so, so if you want to check those out, those are like, I think I watched your, your YouTube channel. I want to say it was a couple of years ago when I found it and mm -hmm. I was, yeah, I kind of sucked in episode by episode, but we always like to ask about like the gear that stood the test of time on the trail. I mean, you put gear to the test day after day and and sometimes month after month. And so what what are the best pieces of gear that you'd oh, recommend yeah. to backpackers? And then on the flip side mm. of that, what's gear that surprisingly failed you while you're out there? Uh, oh, man, I appreciate your uh, words. Um, very humbling. Uh, yes, yeah, so, okay, gear that has stood the test of time. Honestly, okay, so I still have my duplex from the pct okay z packs i had these black diamond cork poles that lasted two through hikes i've now had to get rid of them because they did collapse on me wow but did you break them over okay. anything just over i you mean it was a chili bin like lodged into one of the rivers and chili it bin. just tripped me over it's chili bins <laughs> they'll get chili you um so i got yeah. rid of those uh like i saw the same kind of like camera gear uh camera clip that i used most of my stuff I just reuse um, sometimes okay. because now I have put videos online, sometimes gear companies will send me stuff and that's often when I'll try something new. Um, but I often, yeah. unless something's broken, right. then I won't really just like, you know, go buy something as most people don't, hopefully. Let's see. Other things have lasted. I guess those things have lasted. My camera has surprisingly survived all my hikes my the osmo pocket that i used on the pct did not survive so well the dgai osmo. yeah i kind of stopped using it but okay. they've just released a number three and i'm low-key very interested in it because it looks much better than number two and i, okay. I kind of just had stopped using it but they're ah, so easy so easy and what was the camera you mentioned the camera lasted so i mean you're you're lugging that around quite a bit. It's, yeah. You know, uneven trails, it's shaking. What, do you know right. what, what the name of that one is? Oh, so I had the, I have this Sony A7S III. I used that on the, on Teodoro hmm. as well as Hey Duke, but I think I had version two on the PCT. Okay. But okay, something that didn't last. Okay. Ah, like, pillow, sleeping mat, sleeping bag. Oh, okay. I've never had a pillow on trail, but my, I took the, I took. Wait, you've never out. had a pillow on trail? No. What are you? 
Are you using the stuff sack with like extra clothes and shoes? I've got my little, I've got my buff and I'll the just shove whatever's left. Does it again. In there. Carl's least <laughs> favorite piece of gear. The and classic. Yikes. I know. So what? things are spilling out it. both ends and that's sufficient for you to get a good night's sleep. Is that correct? Carl, you just tie the ends if you need to. It's called making a knot. Okay. Tie ends, fold it. And how do you ever expect to be on Survivor if you don't <laughs> appreciate the buff? I want to go Carl show. still uses, he still uses Velcro shoes. He's not <laughs> tying a lot of time oh, on no. the thing. So he's got to figure out. <laughs> Carl, yeah. come on. It's, it's hard. It's a thing. Hilarious. Okay, so the buff is your pillow and you're stuffing like clothes in there and it's deflating throughout the night and, and you're still getting good sleep. <laughs> I've learned, I, I have learned that the pillow is, is game changing. So maybe that's okay. the next piece of mm. gear I acquire for my next okay. trail. Um, but I still have not committed to that. But the things that did, oh, I I took the Neo Air, mm -hmm. the Uber Light, the, like, yeah. the blue one. Yeah. And it just, it didn't work for me. Yeah. I'm I'm not the most careful with my gear. Mm. Uh, also, Desert has a lot oh, of yeah. spiky, right, right, right. sharp things. So, um, yeah, they didn't last for me very well. Maybe in the, um, maybe for somebody who's better at looking okay. after their gear, the, the Uber Light will be good. Um, but I like the orange one. And then I, the, the one, okay, the thing that I just kind of just got rid of and was like, yeah. never again, yeah. not for me, ever. Um, was the wasn't it wasn't anything to do with the, with the quality of it. It's just me. Um, it was I carried a gimbal. Okay. Oh. On yeah. the first, I think maybe I don't know, not even that long. First two weeks of Te Araro in New Zealand. And that was it. It was just a mission, too heavy, too annoying to set up when you're hiking by yourself right. and you're kind of trying to hike with friends and you're like guys wait i'm just gonna spend five minutes setting up this gimbal <laughs> right. carl knows um, all about that you know i do know about that actually yeah, <laughs> you're gonna lose friends very quickly which i'm sure yeah. you're also very familiar with carl <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> shots fired shots fired uh that is correct i lose friends daily <laughs> he almost lost me with a gimbal he almost lost me sorry i had to just sit up so well wow yeah. Um, yeah, New Zealand for the win. For okay. those who don't know, the gimbals are just these like camera stabilizers. They have lightweight ones that can, you know, for your phones that are as little as like a pound. But uh, I'm guessing you brought more like two pounds, is my prediction. Yeah, yeah, it was not good. So to recap, so you had the Z Pax duplex that's still holding up. Did you use that on your recent trip as well? No. So I had the, I think it's called the uh, Hexamid Top. Okay. I said a little top. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was the first time I used a top tent, and that was pretty sweet. I mean, Utah's so dry. Like, in New Zealand, I don't know if I would use something like that because of the condensation. It's just, right. it's a lot. Um, but when you're mainly cowboy camping, as we did, um, having an option for th rogue thunderstorms mm -hmm. in the desert um, was handy. Okay, and what what water filter and stove did you bring, and how did it, how did those hold up? Um, so I, I've only ever used the Sawyer as a, a filter. The squeeze? Yeah. Okay. Big boy. Um, and that held up. Okay. Uh, we filtered a lot of water that was like chocolate. Oh. Ooh. Water, oh, yeah. chocolate milk. Oh. Okay. Very tasty. Um, very, some very salty water oh. too. Okay. Um, and so that, that lasted. Okay. It's like the only filter I've used so far. I've heard good things about the Catadine as well. Right. Um, but my only experiences with the Sawyer. Okay, okay. And then the stove, we actually had a collective stove and a collective pot. Okay. So I'm trying to remember, I think it 
like the one I still have, which I still use to this day, is the um, MSR Pocket Rocket. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's and that's one. great. I've also heard good things about the Jet Boil. Um, yep. Which a lot of not friends for, have to. Yeah, not for through hiking, probably though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <guess>. yeah. <laughs> so we we think it's a I really good it. option for large group yeah. stuff. If you're going to share the stove and you're going to you know spread it out, so it's going to boil water fast. A lot of people kind of you know spread that weight out. But other than that, I don't know that I would. All right, so there you go. So so stuff that held up, stuff that did not hold up. So Elena, what do you have coming up? What adventures do you have coming up? Any stories we have to look forward to in the near future? So the Hager Trail, which we just wrapped when i say just i mean five months ago but it actually feels like much much longer ago it feels like i didn't even do it really um we're working on post-production for that so it's an interesting space to be in because Mm. my experience for distribution has mainly been on youtube which is kind of feels like that's the way the world's going but also still there's still such i guess like traditional platforms are still held in such high regard that there's still the desire, I don't know if it's ego-driven or just like prestige or whatever to to try distribute on those platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're unsure where this will go, but it will be um, a hiking series. We filmed very extensively. Right. It's the most I've ever filmed in my life on a trail uh, and four of us with cameras, a gimbal, a drone, a tripod, mic setups, just the whole shebang. Um, so that, that'll that be interesting because we don't really know how it's all unfolding, but I've just kind of gone back through my journals and rewritten them for narration and hopefully some kind of guiding light for the edit and for the story. Um, there's something to watch, which will come at some point in time. You'll have to let us know when, when um, that next film is released and where it's released. We'd ha- be happy to plug on our show and let everybody know because, yeah. 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 Um, Elena makes awesome Absolutely. stuff, and so definitely worth checking out. Even kind of cycling back to some of the stuff she's already having on YouTube. So we'll have links for that in our show description. But yeah, we're, if you're looking for backpacking inspiration, she's got it for you. Thanks, Ed. Ellen, you've been so great to have on the show. I know we're just scratching the surface with with all your adventures, but um, just yeah, honors ours to have you as as part of our podcast. So thank you for your time. Super fun. No, so great to chat. So great to meet you guys. All right, man. Takeaways. What do you think about that? I mean, she's a cool lady. I mean, I think uh, she's she's seen a lot. She's done a lot. She's got a great attitude. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's really cool that she films a lot of that stuff too for everybody to kind of get a, a a really first you know hand look of what some of these trails are like. I think it's cool that she yeah. has um, just a sense of adventure. Some of those stories about the whole like raft you know, ride yeah. and like, let me swap your shoes out with my shoe. Like, I'm not giving somebody my shoes. Well, I guess I would give somebody my shoes if they really needed them. <laughs> but I was so telling her, I was like, you guys must have looked like horrible for somebody to be like, take my shoes. And people love hearing that. Like, you must have looked horrible. They love horrible. hearing that kind of comment. Yeah. That's you know, She could handle the honesty. She handled it fine. You, okay. I don't know about, but. You didn't find it interesting. Okay, so there's two things. You didn't find it interesting that. So she she feels like her life was saved by hanging onto the coolers, and your life was threatened by the coolers in the same spot, like literally the same spot. The chili bins. Yeah. Uh, well, we don't know for sure if it was the same spot, so calm down with but that. The river's the same. Come on. <laughs> you calm down. <laughs> the river's the same. <laughs> yes, every rapid is exactly identical. Uh, no, I, you know, okay. I mean. I'm not an experienced. I don't know. I'm not a river rafter. You know, I mean. It's uh, if the boat is folding in half and there's coolers all over the place, it's, it becomes more of a you know a threat. <laughs> a lot of so, yeah. 
Okay, so she's now the second person on this podcast to question the truth-telling of your story. Mm. So should we read into that at all? I think uh, you just had a hard time comprehending what she was really meaning. So that's that might be that what that was. But I don't know. Uh, I know I was there. I actually think I still have the guidebook they give you when you go mm-hmm. down the river. Right. Um, and they name every single rapid. I think I okay. still have that book. So can you look it up after the show and kind of circle back in the next episode and we'll we'll chat about it. About the book? Well, just about like the rapid two oh four, the weird names you had. What, yeah, what are the names I like? will yeah, I will Lava, is that one? Lava one? Rapid. I think there's okay. a crystal rapid. That is one that is known for folding yeah. your like she was now. not buying any of that. Well, maybe she didn't remember the rapid names, you know. I was no, I, remember I don't even them. think she knows the rapid names. She was there hiking, she's just crossing the river. Right, exactly. She just wasn't believing you. She just was like, You're making stuff up to try to connect with me. That's her choice. I don't that's fine. She put fun of both of us. She said that I was losing friends by the minute. Mm. So. She also said I had a fabulous New Zealand accent. So I don't know what, what takeaway that is for you. That's got to be frustrating for you probably. So, you know. <laughs> I'm frustrated <laughs> by your accent. Gosh, she has another oh great accent goodness. to just add to the repertoire. Gosh. <laughs> Jeez. All right, let's do this. Let's do this. All right. We'll have a guest on our show Here we go. that we sense maybe hasn't, you know, listened to our show beforehand, has another homework. You just come on as like an Australian or New Zealander and you just stay in character the whole time. <laughs> That's no problem. Okay. I want to see you attempt an accent for at least like a solid two minutes and not mm. break character and believe what you're saying. That would oh, be more entertaining. My Folks, my, my friends in Australia, that was like entertaining for them. They're like, hey, oh. hey, hey, Carl, do an Australian accent. Good eye, mate. And they're like, they're just laughing at me. Look, time. I mean, we, we could put it out to the, put it to the B&B family. Like, if you want to hear me do a an episode in an accent of Australia, mm-hmm. I will do that, no problem. But I think it's way more entertaining to hear you try to do it. Well, all I, can, I can, yeah, but it's not going to, nobody's going to buy it. People are going to buy your accent, so it's not. But you'd have to be serious at whatever you're saying. And then they have to paint for this. I don't think I do the whole episode. You're, you're I more said the two actor. two minutes, again, comprehension. Oh, two minutes? Okay. Yeah, exactly. All right. I feel like, okay, so we had a guest on last year or last season. Kyle hates hiking. Yeah. And I feel like he would come back on the show. You you weren't there for the interview, but if we could line it up where you're there and mm. he's there, I bet he'd be the guy that would not listen ahead of time. I bet you could just roll in Australian accent. But has he listened to any of our episodes? Then he's going to know. I you bet know? he hasn't. I bet he hasn't even listened to the one where he was in. Maybe that's true. So, all right. Well, We'll kind of tuck that away and circle back to that. Okay. So, okay. yeah. All right. Um, All right. Any other takeaways? No, that was that was a lot of fun, though. Yeah. Um, and so it's really like, I truly, I've watched her stuff, and I really am inspired by her filmmaking and by, by yeah. some of the stuff she's put out on YouTube. So if right. you need inspiration, especially as we get, we get into the winter months, that's when I start watching more of that stuff. Yeah. Then uh, check it out. We'll have the show link, or we'll have the YouTube link in the show description. That'd be awesome. We got some trivia yeah. coming up, Carl. New Zealand trivia. Yes. Right after this. Are you beat up, extremely sore, or unusually exhausted after a day on the trail? Or like Derek, after 20 minutes? Then it's time to up your training game with Summit Strength. Our good friend Rowan will help you get fit, strong, and resilient so you can conquer any adventure. Summit Strength is backed by the four factors of success. Expertise, training, accountability, and mindset. Rowan uses rock-solid evidence and years of experience to get you trail-ready for all circumstances. Rocky conditions, steep grades, sustained climbs. The link to your success is always in our episode description, but you can check out all the information you need at summitstrength.com.au slash online. It's time to be strong and pain-free for your next adventure.
All right, what you got? New Zealand trivia. If you don't get three out of three, I will be shocked. Threatening. You're threatening me now. Okay. Uh, I'm not threatening you. It's just more of a statement of <laughs> shock. So, uh, question okay. one. What is the name of the longest trail in New Zealand? <laughs> I don't know. That was mentioned multiple times throughout the episode. Oh, <laughs> uh, was it? She mentioned multiple trails in New Zealand. This just shows, folks, that he doesn't listen to anybody or anything. Comprehension is hard for him. It's hard for you. This is a good question. I should know this because I've actually done quite a bit of research on this in the past, but I don't off the top of my head. There's like a what was it? I will when you say it, I'll know it. But yeah. what you got? What it's Teorora, Teorora, yeah. and she. It's, it's yeah. called the Long Path. It's like three thousand kilometers. Right. How many miles is that? That's uh, I don't know. Alexa, <laughs> eighteen hundred. <laughs> Where's Alexa? It's like eighteen. She'll tell me. Hundred sixty miles. Do you want me to ask Alexa for the truth? I'll ask her right now. No, I I know. You just do mental math. Stop. Go ahead. Okay. Go look at it. Look at it. Okay, Alexa, I said 1860. What is it? What is it? 3,000 kilometers. 1,900 miles. You're incorrect. Okay. 1,900? 1,900. Alexa's never wrong. I can ask Siri, too, if you want me to ask Siri. No, that, that's got to be wrong. I have to be right. Mental math, folks. Right here. All right. So so you were wrong, and Alexa was right. Um, and that's not a surprise. So we're, we're you're struggling today, struggling with comprehension, struggling with math. Um, but I think you can get this next one right. What is the name given to natives of New Zealand? There is a name that the natives are known by. So not like not the nickname Kiwis. You're saying not Kiwis. I'm not going to say anything. What there's like Maori. Is that right? there's the Maoris that are like the true Did natives. You say Maori. Kiwis are what she called me. I'm worried. Yeah, Maori. The, the Maori people or the Maori people. Yeah, you don't even know. You're just making it up. Are, what are you saying? What is your answer? That, that one. one. Okay. The natives, that's the, yeah, the one that starts with an M. I thought you were going to say like Maui. It sounds like you were saying Maui from Moana instead of Maori. So it's questionable. Uh, I'll give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. That's questionable. That's nice. Of you. It's very and generous. lastly, uh, you should get this at this point. What is the name given to the New Zealand people? The, the kiwi? kiwis. Okay. All right. Based on the kiwi bird, not the fruit. Mm, just Wow. Clarify. Thank you for that clarification. Uh, you still only yep. got two out of three. I'm a little shocked um, since she mentioned that trail name about 5,000 times. And you, you normally do pretty good with trail names and all this stuff. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, a little that's disappointed. Fair. That's fair. I'll take the you pass. You take the pass. Right. It should be a fail. Um, okay. But we move on. Tidbits, man. We got some tidbits. Okay. So we got a new review. Okay. And I got to bring it up here. But I, like I'm like the, the review, it's just basically the title says it all, man. Really? This is by Clone Nation. Ooh. It just says more Rocky. Okay. Okay. More Rocky. Yeah. So he was on a recent episode where we did kind of a recap of our um, Red P Pass FKT attempt. Rocky's challenged to have on the show, especially during football season. But um, this is, yeah, this is kind of like, you know, Rocky's still the most popular guy on the show. He comes on like once or twice a year, and that's, and he needs to be on there more. Apparently right? so. He brings yeah. the energy, you know. It's good. He does. If you want more Rocky, like if you really want more Rocky, we do have two bonus episodes where he is co-hosting mm. on Patreon. So yeah. if you really want more Rocky, like he got full-blown episodes loaded on right. there, and Rocky's awesome. This is kind of like high school, though, where you know I'm, I'm walking next to him. People are like, hey, can you like move out of the way? I want to talk to Rocky. <laughs> I want you I want you to go away. Can you, I don't know what your name is, but can you go away so I can talk to Rocky? Yeah, yeah. Keeps on going on. I like that. It's a good review. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, last tidbit is we are going to close today. So after the closing, I've got a video slash audio file from our good friend Richard, Trick Fatigue from Tasmania. I figured while we're going on that side of the world, we got to stick oh, with that yeah. theme. And he's sharing a little story yeah. about one of his trips. He likes he likes kind of our theme of like, you know, how we share the uh, the mess ups or things that don't always go the right way. So he's willing to share some of his. Yeah, he's not he's the drama. He's kind of you know he's right. very humble. He's down. He's not he's not judging all of our our mistakes. He's like you know what here's some of mine. So he's got a story to share to close things I out. Love it. That's all I got. That's all I got, guys. Uh, thank you. Hope you enjoyed the New Zealand Kiwi episode. I'm gonna work with Carl on comprehension and math, Please and do. Uh, do. that is all we have for today. Carl, let's get to study. See you next time. Yeah, good morning, folks. Uh, my name's Richard from Tasmania. I'm just here to tell you about the uh, track we had with uh, not-so-good consequences of some pretty dodgy decisions. So last year... We took a three-day trip into a place called the Walls of Jerusalem here in Tasmania. It had warnings all the week about bushwalker walking alerts because, you know, the weather was going to be terrible, you know, high wind, snowfall, stuff like that. Uh, We decided to give it a try anyway, which was, you know, when we got there, the weather was fine. On the Friday afternoon, we had six people with us. Five decided to go straight to camp. I decided to take a slight detour and uh, get a nearby peak, which didn't go so well for me in the end of the day. Um, had to camp by myself in the snow. Had all the gear, so that didn't really phase me too much. But um, there was a river crossing that I just couldn't find a safe place to get across that day. So once I did get across, I had wet feet, so I decided just to stop and camp for the night. It took me roughly half an hour the next morning to, to get to the campsite and um, meet up with the other guys. From there, we uh, trekked through probably five to seven kilometres, I suppose, but the snow was just, you know, knee-to-waist deep. The track was very hard to find. So it took us about six hours to travel that short distance. We um, stayed in a little hut by Maston Lake called Maston Hut. There we could light a fire, you know, get warm, dry some of our gear and, you know, have a good night's sleep. Uh, that night we had about another two, three inches of snow. But once again, the morning was clear. There was no wind, no storm clouds or anything like that. So we started off early in the morning to get to the next hut, which is Junction Lake Hut. We were going really well, and we decided that we'd probably cut our trip short. We didn't know what the weather was going to do, um, so we started heading back to the car. This meant cutting across country. Um, once again, knee to waist deep snow, no track, shortcut slash detour. Took us probably a good couple of hours um, to get back on the track. Um, which is called the Moses Creek Track. Moses Creek Track is actually a creek in winter. Um, there's this water, our feet were cold, wet constantly. Wasn't a very nice walk. Great adventure. 
looking back on that, I've adventured, but it wasn't real great at the time. Um, following the map, we had, um, we'd do a river crossing, which was not a real major issue. It was only a little narrow creek, so we made it across that quite well. Then we walked around the side of a lake and had to get back over the creek, which is where our problem started. So leading up to the creek, we, we were probably quite fatigued looking back on it. And, um, yeah, I lost my shoe a couple of times, which will come up in the story a bit later as well. Yeah, we got to the creek. One of our members uh, fell in the creek up to his waist, pulled him out. At this stage, probably only a couple of hours on the car, so we thought we'd have another go um, across in the creek, so we spread out to have a look for a crossing. Another team member thought they'd found the spot, and uh, they ended up going to the drink. They went all the way in, up to their neck, um, so we pulled those guys, that guy out as well, and you know, had to start treating our our teammates for uh, hypothermia. In the meantime, we set off our emergency beacon. We just couldn't find a spot to get across. We needed some help. We set up an emergency shelter, um, and the six of us camped on there for the next 11 and a half hours. We treated all our patients for hypothermia, and after I got everybody back on track there, I noticed that my feet weren't feeling the greatest, and we had to actually cut my sock off my foot where it had frozen to my foot and um yeah start treating me for some pretty minor frostbite um during that 11 hours in the tent um we learned that a jet boil will keep six people warm in a shelter for 11 hours but we had plenty of food we were warm we were dry spirits were high um what we didn't realize was that the rest of the state had copped a fair battering um, from wind and snow, and that's why I was taking them 11 hours to get to us. We found out the next day that Search and Rescue had, you know, to help um, a whole town nearby where trees had just been blown over. Um, they had to actually cut their way into us. Um, there was probably about 15 down trees along the road to get to the trailhead. They actually had to build a bridge across the creek that we um, that we couldn't cross, so that made us feel a bit better. Um, but at the end of the day, we all walked out early in the morning. We started walking out at 3 o'clock in the morning um, through the snow. We was back in our car by about half past 7. So, yeah, everybody walked out, which was a great feeling. But, you know, a couple of decisions we made there, you know, cutting across country probably wasn't the best plan. Probably couldn't call the day a bit shorter to make sure everybody was safe. And, um, you know, could have camped instead of calling the SES. But, you know, we had to do what we had to do. We felt we'd done all the right things. We had a good adventure. It was a really, really good trip. We learned a lot. That's all I can say. Richard, thanks for sharing your story, man. We really appreciate you taking the time to do that. And we are so thankful that you're okay. Everybody in your group is okay. Sounds like you rose to the occasion when... When stuff was happening, you knew what to do, and in the end, everybody was okay. Give us an update on your frostbite, though. I'm de- definitely interested to see how that worked out for you. Hope hope your foot's okay as well. Yeah, as you know, we've made some pretty crazy mistakes on our trips, and we're really thankful that it, 
things have worked out for us. And we know that people have some adventures where things don't go according to plan and you have to make split decisions. And just, yeah, thank you so much for sharing your story and glad everybody, everything turned out okay. You made it back to the car. All right, that's all we got for this week. God bless everybody.